0: Today, again, what a beautiful day it is here in Utah. We've had some really huge winds, but now we've got the calm after the storm. It's absolutely beautiful. And I thought it would be a great day to share some more of my learnings with you. Yeah, that's exciting. So I love, again, welcome to where the magic happens. This is my library in my home. This is where I teach people new techniques that I have learned to the neighbors and my family and their friends. And they come over and we teach. And guess what? You have been asked to join us today. So you may hear some people talking in the background or asking questions. I'll repeat what they say, but but so that you can hear what's going on, but we're not gonna necessarily change the camera angle <laughs> because we're just gonna keep it here and we're just gonna, so if you have any questions, please type them in. I don't know how to get to them while we're recording, but I promise you that I'll answer them as soon as we're done, okay? So thanks for joining me. I'm gonna be asking them questions as well as asking you questions. And so thank you so much for joining me today. Everybody, oh, this is so exciting. Guess what I learned recently from one of my mentors, Ann Washburn, the recipe for your future. Oh my gosh. And when we first started talking about recipes, I was like, wait a minute, I don't like to cook. But guess what? I don't like to cook. I had a mom, love you, mama, I miss you. I had a mom who could just take things and put them together and create amazing food. I need a recipe. So when I first thought of this, I was like, oh, I hate to cook, recipes are bad. But then I realized, no, 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 no. Recipes are awesome, they're awesome. Let me tell you why. Because they give you what? What do recipes give you? Exactly, they give you something to follow, yes? They're directions, right? Okay, what else do they give you? Amounts right? They give you the amount of what you need. What else? The ingredients? Oh dear. How do you spell ingredients, anyone? Anyway? I-N-G-R-A-G-E-T-I-N-T. Good thing I'm not an English teacher, right? (laughs) They would have fired me a long time ago. I sent out a newsletter recently that said, Obstacles into Opportunities, and they spelled obstacles wrong. How cool is that, right? I now get to go back and say, hey, I learned something. Anyways, so it tells you, it gives you, a street map or a thing to follow it gives you directions right you put them in in this order and it gives you the amounts of each thing so I'm gonna wrap my son out for a minute okay he recently made dinner for us each one of my kids gets the opportunity to cook one meal a day for moi isn't that awesome and so my son decided to make this rice dish that we love it's chicken and rice and um, cream of mushroom soup and some other things Well, when he was cooking it, I happened to look at it before he put it in the oven. And I was like, hmm, it's not usually orange. Are you sure you followed the directions? Yeah, mom, yeah, mom, I followed the directions. Okay, fine. So he cooked it, and then when we were eating it, it was so spicy. And I don't like spicy. I eat very mild paste picante sauce. I eat vegetables that are pureed. (laughs) and my family laughs at me because I don't like spicy, but, (sighs) so I'm eating this, and I'm like, ooh, this is hot, and Max is like, this is really hot, and my daughter Erin is like, yeah, I don't remember it being this spicy. I said, Max, did you follow the ingredients? He said, yeah, Mom, it said a fourth of a cup, and I said, a fourth of a cup of paprika? No, 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 honey, a fourth of a teaspoon. So by him changing that one little thing, it made something we couldn't eat. (laughs) It was so spicy, we were like, oh my gosh, I can't eat this. That's funny. (laughs) So you have to follow what's in the directions, right? Ingredients, amounts. So I started thinking, wow, recipes are really cool because I can make really good food if I follow the recipe. And I know exactly how it's gonna turn out because I can duplicate it over and over again, right? So it's duplicatable. I don't know if it's an A or an I, but you guys will run with me, right? Okay, it's duplicatable. I can do it over and over again. So, the recipe for success or for your future, has these things in it, right? how incredible is that? So, let's talk for a moment about what are some of the things that need to be in the recipe for your future, okay? What are some of those things? Okay, come on, say something. Oh, am I supposed to talk? People are afraid in the audience to say something because they don't want to be on the video. Say something, my beautiful audience. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what the question is. The question is, what are some of the things that you might need for your recipe for success? Oh, uh, ingredients? Yes, yeah, ingredients, right? And what is one thing that every single one of us in this family have on our wall? A what? Calendar? A recipe for success. Well, a calendar. What? That's true. A calendar would be a part of it. That's not what I was thinking, (laughs) but you are correct. Calendar. (laughs) Good. My spelling is not great, but you guys figured out right. A calendar. What else is on all of our walls? The sticky notes. The post-it, post-it walls. For our reminder slips. Probably the most important thing that's on all of our walls is a vision vision board, okay? A vision board. Now, my daughter also said sticky notes. As reminders of what you're supposed to do, right? But what we're going to do is I want to talk for just a moment about vision boards. The other day I was talking to a potential client and he was asking me, he said, I really need to have a mentor because I'd been talking, I spoke at the business game changer recently and we had quite a few people there. We had over a hundred people there and it was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, I so enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And, and afterwards I'm talking to people and this gentleman approached me because he wanted to, he wanted me to mentor him. And I said, awesome. Have you been mentored before? And he said, well, no. I had this one guy, and all he wanted to do was teach me vision boards. And he's like, no, that's just that's, this crazy stuff. I don't want to learn that. And I was like, silly you. Let me explain to you about vision boards. And so after I explained, huh, he was excited about his vision board. Now. I just recently went to a training called Break Free. It's about body language and how to read yourself so you understand what's going on. Cool. Huh? Okay? So let's talk or dive a little bit deeper. We may come back to this. But we're going to dive a little bit deeper into vision boards. How many of you have vision boards? Oh, true. How many? You can say me. You don't have to raise your hand. Oh, me? (laughs) And so we so we have quite a few people that have vision boards. Thank you everybody, I appreciate that. So let's talk about a vision board. Now, I've had my vision board now since October. And I keep learning more and more about it all the time because as you take something off your vision board because you get it, then you have more of your recipe for success right? First of all, what's the first key or first thing that, well, let me tell you because you don't know unless I tell you, right? So the first thing that you need to be aware of is, first of all, it is your, Da-da-da-da-da. it's your choice. If you're creating a future, So, if you point to your future, some people point out there, some people point out there, right? But your future is not yet created. It's coming to you. And so, if you choose your future, then that's what goes on your vision board. Things that you choose, things that you want. I think everybody knows, well, maybe not everybody, but one thing that's on my vision board... Is a Porsche Cayenne. Oh, my goodness. I just got back from the Porsche dealer. and No, I haven't ordered it yet, but we're getting close. I'm picking all the particulars of it. I know the color. I know what color interior I want. I know what kind of wheels I want. I now know what kind of sound system I want. Because when I was reading the book about it, I didn't know that there was two different kinds of sound systems. I thought there was just one. Guess what? Bose is an option. Hook! I love the Bose sound system. So now it's part of my new Porsche. And so I choose exactly what I want. And the more specific I get, the better. So choice. What do you choose for your future? Then it also has to have your five senses. So what does it look like? Sound like? feel like, you can put taste in there too, and smell, smell like, so what do you choose, and then what are your five senses, my is blue, cream, leather interior, I can smell that leather, my husband and I a few months ago, no maybe a few weeks ago, I don't know, a few days ago, sometime in the very recent past, went down to the Porsche dealer and set in a Porsche. First of all, we set in a Cayenne because that's my Porsche that I want. And then we set in a 911 Carrera 4 Turbo 4S for my husband because that's what he wants to have. And so we smelled the leather. We listened to the door open and close. We rolled the windows up and down. We turned on the sound. No, we didn't turn on the sound system. Oh, that's why I needed to know what the sound system was. Oh, I didn't know what the sound system sounded like. I looked at, at all the leather and how it was sewn and designed, and the gear shift pull, and the door openers, and the room in the back. I said in the back. I said in the front. I said in the passenger seat. I said in the back passenger seat. We opened the back hatch. You get the idea, right? Because I wanted to know what it looked like, sounded like, the sound. They had a little recording. I didn't actually start it. But they had, I've heard one, I've driven one. Oh, that was awesome. I drove it. Yeah. Okay, and the feel, what did it feel like? Oh, not only, but what did I touch feel like? But what did it feel like inside here? What did it feel like inside here? The reason I like the Porsche Cayenne is because I was a driver's ed teacher for many years. And I watched those videos all the time. You know, about the crashes and the accidents and things flipping over. And the Porsche Cayenne is the safest vehicle I've ever driven. Now, if you live in Utah, you know about Utah Lake. And there's a road that kind of runs along the lake. And as you come over where used to be Geneva Steel, you would come over, take a hard left, sorry, hard right, and then a hard left, and then cruise on down around the lake. And I, am my husband got to drive the Porsche first. He went in his 911. And I didn't know what kind of vehicle I wanted. He knew exactly what kind of vehicle he wanted. And so he and Brian went out and they were test driving the 911. They had all kinds of fun. Oh my goodness, you should have seen the smile on his face. (laughs) Oh, it was awesome. Okay, so he comes back and he's got this big old smile on his face. Well, while he was gone, I'm walking around the Porsche dealership going, hmm. What kind of car do I want? And so I'm looking at the Porsche Cayenne, going, okay, this is big enough for my family. I got a big family. And um, it looks pretty cool. And it's a Porsche. And I know my husband likes Porsches. So when they came back, I asked if I could drive the Cayenne. He said, Absolutely. And so, we take it off, and I'm driving. Remember, driver's ed instructor. Boom, 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 boom. I'm driving the speed limit. We're all got our seatbelts on. We're being safe. Two hands on the wheel, right? <laughs> and my husband's in the back. This is boring. And Brian's sitting next to me, and he's like, Jeannie, you can go a little bit faster. And I'm like, but the speed limit, he says, it's okay. And like, don't tell anybody this, okay? Shh. But Porsche dealership has an agreement, or at least they did a while ago, so don't quote me on this. But a few months ago, when we went and test drove the Porsche, they had an agreement with the police department that if we were down on that road, exceeding the speed limit, it was okay. And so when he told me that, I was like, okay. So I start speeding up and I'm coming up to that first hard right hand turn and the speed limit sign on the side, the cautionary sign, the yellow sign says 35 miles an hour. And so I start slowing down. Brad's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, but, but right fear, do something that scares you every day. Go drive a Porsche. Okay. And so I'm getting a little bit scared. He's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. I took that turn at 55 miles an hour. Oh, I stuck to the road. No sliding, no skidding. It was awesome. And I'm like, whoa, that's incredible. And then he says, okay, now go off the road. And I'm like, onto the shoulder. It was just a dirt and gravel shoulder. And if you go off, I know I've seen the video many times. If you go off the shoulder, it's very, very dangerous. And then trying to come back up on is very, very dangerous. And Brian's sitting there telling me, a driver's ed instructor, come on, Jeannie, go off the shoulder. Let two of your wheels go off on the shoulder. And I'm scared and I'm, I start slowing down. He's like, no, 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 don't slow down because you wouldn't slow down, right? Okay, so go off. Go off the shoulder. I promise you it's safe. I promise you it's safe. I always say, check your safety gear. Seat belt's fastened, right? And I go off the side and I hit that soft shoulder. Boom. Solid. Oh my goodness. It was so incredible. Okay. I got goosebumps. It's getting hot in here. Woo. It's incredible. I go off on the shoulder. Steady, strong, no swerving, no scary. Come back up on the road. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. This is incredible. And then I'm driving. He's like, okay, stop. And I slam on the brakes. No skidding, no sliding. And I come to a complete stop in maybe five feet. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I'm like, okay. That's where the dream of owning a Porsche Cayenne came from. It is the safest vehicle I have ever, bar none, safest vehicle I've ever driven. And I've driven quite a few vehicles. I own a Corvette. (laughs) I love the Corvette. But the Porsche was so strong. A lot of SUVs have a tendency to roll and they're not real safe. That Porsche Cayenne, oh my goodness. So, did I just describe a story that had looks, sound, feel, how I felt? emotionally how the leather felt so creamy smelled so good i didn't lick the windows okay i don't i didn't lick the windows or the steering wheel or anything we didn't do taste on the porsche but i could eat something in the porsche then i would have taste right and smell oh, i can still smell the leather yeah does this get you a little bit more excited about the vision board because now when i stand in front of my vision board And I look at my vision board, I can see, smell, feel, hear, all of those things about the Porsche, And it brings it right up close and personal for me. That's part of the ingredients to your vision board. Oh, how exciting, yes? Okay, what else do we need to know about a vision board? We need to know, we don't want red on our vision board, that would be bad. So, we have what we choose to put on our vision board, we have our senses involved, and then you're going to write a story. You're gonna write a story about what it is that the things on your vision board do for you, feel for you, how they help you serve others, how they help you help others. <coughs> I'm sorry, just a minute. <coughs> Thank you, I apologize. So you're going to write a story about what your future looks like, involving those things. Now recently, okay, eight days ago, so March 1st, I put on my vision board in my story that people call me for speaking engagements. I don't call them, they call me. And in the last eight days, I've had five people, count five people contact me and book future speaking engagements. Every single one of them, all five of them booked with me. How incredible is that? Oh my gosh, I put it on there and it immediately started happening. Oh, that's incredible. That's what vision boards do for you. They give you a reference to look at, to feel, to get involved with in the creating of your future. Huh. So, vision boards definitely part of the recipe for success. Let's talk about some of the other things that we talked about, right? Sticky notes. Genie, why sticky notes? Why stick it? Yeah, exactly. Because they tell you, they remind you what to do, right? So they remind you what to do. So when I first started getting my finances in order, I put on a little sticky note and put it in my pocket. Because every time I went to Barnes & Noble, I bought books because look at my library. Yep, I've read almost every single one of these books in here. There's one shelf that I put all my new books in and I go pick them up and I read them. But every time I went to Barnes & Noble, I would buy books. And so I started focusing and sometimes I wouldn't read them. They weren't real good books. So I'm not saying don't buy books, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is make a conscious choice about what it is you're buying. And so when I put a sticky note in my pocket, I put my hands in my pockets a lot. And so when I would put my hands in my pocket and I would feel that sticky note, that said, make a choice... And it said, right on it, make a conscious choice. Make a conscious choice. Don't just react. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I go buy a book just because I think it will help me. I don't always research it. I don't always look, read the back, and see what it is it's going to teach me. I would buy it because it was on sale. One of the f- first sentences <laughs> my daughter ever said was mama likes free and on sale and that's true and I realized when I started getting my finances organized that I would buy things just because they were on sale no 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 do not do that no 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 okay so what I do now is I make a conscious choice about what it is I want see this shirt oh it's an incredible shirt isn't it And so i went to the store looking for a specific shirt i found this shirt guess what it was on sale too you see the beautiful thing about macy's is i'm not the average sized female and so i can see something in the store and then sometimes i can wait a few days and i'll get coupons in the mail or they'll go on sale and then i go in and i buy it on sale isn't that incredible so not only do I get exactly what I want now, but usually 99.9% of the time I get it on sale as well because I'm making a conscious choice about what I want and how it fits into the big picture, which is my vision board, my story. And one thing that is in my story is that we pay off our credit card debt every month, right? Right? And so, if I go out and I have this big, huge shopping street because everything's on sale, I'm not making a conscious choice. I'm reacting, right? So sticky notes help you remember what you're choosing and what you're creating. The other thing we had on there was calendar, and we're going to get to questions in just a minute. So go ahead and walk up. Go ahead and keep your questions, but we're going to get to you in just a minute. Thank you so much. The other thing we had, and I am going to look up how to spell calendar. I'm sure all of you are yelling at me, how to spell it. I appreciate that. But I can't hear you. C-A-L. I don't remember how I spelled it before. E-N-D. Mind up. C-A-L-E-N-D. I don't know. It's coming up. Hang on a minute. C-A-L-E-N-D-A-R. My mom bought me this, too, when I was clear back in elementary school. No, sorry. (laughs) Back in high school. Look, I'm still using it. Thank you, Mama. I'm still using it. Why? Because it works, and it helps me. And I am not a good speller. I have had issues my whole life, but I didn't let it stop me, did I? I wrote a book. C-A-L-E-N-D-A-R. E. N. D. A. R. Okay. Hang on, my thing just popped off again. There we go. I'm getting a little crazy. Okay, so Why a calendar? You can answer. Why a calendar? Keep track of the dates. Okay, keep track of time. Right? Not like a watch you keep track of time. But you keep track of time. So one thing that I do is I exercise. I have a goal, a physical goal. I exercise a minimum of five times a week. I always take one day off a week. So the most that I exercise is six days a week. But when I do weight, okay, let's say, let's draw out our little calendar here, okay? So we draw out our little calendar, right? And we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? We'll put the little things in there. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay? And when I lift weights, ooh, look at them guns, baby. Okay, so when I lift weights, I get a blue... X on the calendar, and when I do cardio and aerobic type things, I get a green X on the calendar, and I alternate every other day, and you know how cool it is to walk into my bedroom, and right there on my wall is my calendar, with all these blue and green Xs, isn't that awesome? And most of the time, like I said, it's six days a week that I work out. And I get to see all these beautiful X's. And then sometimes I miss. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a hole on my calendar. No, we can't have that. So it helps motivate me to keep getting up and look at my beautiful daisy chain of X's. So calendars are a great way to help keep you on track. Now I like to check boxes and I also like to rebel once in a while. (laughs) Sorry. So because what happens is in the past, before I learned, I would have all these rules that went with my vision board. And so I would look, I had a huge goal. Um, Okay, let's take, let's take an example, because I haven't decided yet if I want to share money goals or not. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, I don't know. But for now, we're going to use a weight goal. So, I used to be a personal trainer, and so we would have goals like this. Release 20 pounds, um, bench press... 250 pounds, something like that. So these are physical goals, right? Now, if I'm bench pressing 125 pounds, then, I'm sorry, 225, then 250 isn't a very big stretch, right? A lot of times when we are setting goals, we want to stretch ourselves, right? Because that's what people say, you've got to stretch. But the problem is, is that if you stretch too much, and you're not getting to take things off your vision board, or you're not getting to check that box, if my goal was to release 20 pounds instead of exercise five times a week, what do you think would happen? If I wasn't keeping track on my calendar, and I wasn't, right, what do you think would happen? Exactly. Uh I would get tired of it, right? And so by making it, I exercise If I make a goal must be present tense, positive and measurable exercise a minimum of five times a week. There's no wiggle room there. You either do it or you don't do it, right? And so then I keep track of that. This I can keep track of and it's every single day I know if I'm taking steps towards my goal. This is out there in the future. It takes me a while to reach it, but this I track and accomplish every day. So I get that accomplishment energy. Remember we were talking about uh, what the recipe for your future, right? And here we go. We have a calendar. We have sticky notes. We have a vision board. We also need... accomplishment energy. accomplishment energy is huge because it keeps us moving forward. We also need completion energy, right? Because I complete it. I check it off on my calendar. We also need We also need doable energy. It must be something that I can do. If I put on my vision board, go run 10 miles, I could not do that today. No, no, no. I used to be able to when I was in the army because I ran that every day. But now, no, no, no. My body would get very hurt. Hi, Zeusicle, Zeusicles joining us. So this is the recipe for success. For your future. Oh, how incredible is that? Isn't that amazing? So, take a picture, whatever. Oh, it is a video, so you can re-watch and rewatch. This is your recipe. The first part of it is, what do you choose? We've got to go back to my page. Right? What do you choose? Oh, where did I put that? I don't know. Hang on. There we go. What do you choose? What do you choose to create? So take some time. Send me an email. I want to hear what you're creating. Because my husband the other day, he was writing his story. And in his story, when he wakes up, he reaches over to the side table and pushes the button to alert the chef that we will want to eat soon. How cool is that? That's incredible. Guess what went in my story? A button to push. Okay, but he already got the button, so we don't need two buttons. So anyways, we've got the button to push so the chef knows I'm going to be wanting to eat soon. That was cool. I never even thought of that. And I've told quite a few people about that. And guess what they've put in their story? A button to push. So as I read your stories, it's going to give me ideas and up, put them on comments to this video. Send me an email, genie at meth.com. Shoot me an email. Let's keep in touch. Let's read each other's stories. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It's been absolutely fabulous. Thank you for learning from me. You've been amazing. Have a fabulous day. Bye for...